Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. This is your retirement we're talking about. Dragging you, kicking and screaming towards it. I own shares of Apple. I disclose that for legal reasons so that I don't get into trouble. Let's talk a little Apple. Apple's fine-tuned its strategy to offer more expensive smartphones. Offering models at lower price points than its flagships. A strategy that ultimately customers are proven to be receptive to. Apple is a fascinating company to watch, and it'll be one to be studied of how do you become more than just hardware. Apple always was cute with their hardware compared to Microsoft's, right? But Microsoft had an operating system that if you had a printer that was 47 years old that you bought from HP in 1953, somehow it still worked. Apple's like, screw that, you got to buy an Apple printer. The iPhone 11 has captured half the sales of the three newly launched iPhone models. Apple has a $999, iPhone Pro. They got the larger iPhone 11 Pro Max. And their use of the word Pro basically now makes it a premium. And it's pretty darn smart. That phone's $1,999, more. The word Pro is smart. Because which one do you want to buy? Do you want to buy AirPods Pro that go in your ear that have multiple sizes that make everything sound better? When your wife yells at you, you'll be able to listen to your music and ignore her completely. And she won't know that you have your noise canceling headphones on. Or do you want to buy regular AirPods? Do you want to buy a MacBook Average or a MacBook Pro? So for the snobs out there, the word Pro is pretty darn smart. Work with me here. Because this is going to, how are they going to sell that high-end stuff a little bit later? Um, I've got some children. They're kids. 
They're actually baby goats. Um, they're not humans. They're baby goats. And we're talking about the Mandalorian. And when does dad fork up six bucks to watch Disney Plus? And I was like, let's do it at Christmas when more episodes are out and we can sit down and like watch. We could feast on Star Wars, the last movie. And we could feast on the Mandalorian. In a galaxy far, far away. Disney Plus has got something kind of cool. I was studying the opening sequences of all the Star Wars movies because I have way too much time on my hands. In a galaxy far, far away. What are they going to do with the Mandalorian? Will it say in a galaxy far, far away, rebels have stolen the, the code to the Death Star? Probably not. Because in this world, the Death Star... Well, I don't know. I don't know what timeline, man. So I'll shut up. But resetting this segment about Disney versus Apple versus Netflix, I can get Disney Plus for a month. Christmas. I can watch what I want to watch. I don't need the Pixar films. My kids are too old. I don't need the Disney nostalgia. Don't care about it. Don't have time for it. But in my world, Star Wars still looms large in nostalgia and sentiment, right? So, unlike cable, where you sign like a one-year deal or a two-year deal, and if you cancel early, you have to pay a, a ridiculous amount, right? Same thing with phone contracts. There's not a contract with Disney. 10 million people signed up in the first 24 hours. A feat that is pretty large, pretty big, pretty nice. It took HBO now about four years to reach that milestone. And HBO now, I, I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but I kind of got to assume that that had to be on the backs of Game of Thrones, right? People were signing up so they could watch on their phones and not get a cable package. So the rapid adoption at Disney tells you that they got a, a nice business strategy. Now, the other big streaming debut, Apple TV Plus, is out there. Disney sold you know, basically $6.99, $7 a month. Colossal back catalog. Colossal. Huge. Huge. Bigger than Donald Trump's hands. Catalog of content. A single episode of a new Buzzy series. The Bander and Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Apple. They went big with the names that they signed up. Not widely acclaimed. They're saying that uh, the Jennifer Aniston show, The Morning Show, is getting better as it goes along. I, I'm not TV reviewing right now. I'm, I'm stock reviewing. Now, Disney Plus, when they got their first 10 million people, they had some glitches on the first day. They couldn't, you know, a lot of their, like, The Simpsons isn't programmed quite correctly for phones or something like that. And they're going to, like, oh, we'll, we'll fix it later. They had a little bit of a technical issue. But Disney did pretty good, considering Amazon Prime Video has a 13-year head start on them. Netflix is pretty dominant at what they do. No one's talking about them right now. And I know Netflix has some sort of show coming in December, but it's not The Mandalorian. Oh, they got The uh, the Witcher. Ooh, Henry Cavill as The Witcher. Video game series I've never played. I heard it's kind of like an R-rated video game where you go around the countryside and you um, save damsels in distress and they make love, sweet love with you after you kill the monster that was holding them hostage. 
So Netflix is something, but it's got sours, right? Is that fair to say? I'm not all that interested in Pinocchio or Sleeping Beauty. Disney has invested in some, a lot of originals, some Star Wars offshoots, some um, high school musical offshoots. Bob Iger has been touting the rich and brands approach. When we look back and see what Disney paid for Lucas to get all the Star Wars rights and back catalog, which isn't great, but it is nostalgic, right? And you look back in history and what they paid for Pixar, I think it's fair to say, and Marvel, it's almost criminal. There's 30 seasons of The Simpsons out there. Can it grow their catalog going forward like they've grown their cat- like the catalog that they have going backwards? That's going to be Disney's biggest problem with Disney Plus. The beauty about Disney Plus is they can do some crazy deals. If you come to Disneyland with your family, get one free year of Disney Plus. I'm like, what? If I come spend three thousand dollars bringing my family to Disney, you're going to give me something for her. basically. A uh, hundred dollars. You're gonna like go here. You go. And it's not even a, a big cost to you anymore. It's not like they're paying Cinderella. Although I think um, Elizabeth Warren probably wants Disney to go back and, and pay Cinderella for all the years that they've used her and not paid her. So Apple TV feels empty already. The morning show it's getting better. Five dollars a month, not worth it. But their idea is bundling. Maybe get music, news, TV, arcade for 20 bucks a month. And then suddenly you see the value in it. Netflix doesn't have that well to go to yet. I see a lot of mergers. I see a big merger for Apple. I think they have to get a network. I think they have to get something like an AMC or something like that. But we'll talk later about that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Google's headed in the U.S. Supreme Court in a multi-billion-dollar copyright clash with Oracle over code used in Android. This case has been going on for years. All about coding. Do you think our judges know anything? Find me at robblackshow.com. making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. One of my very first girlfriends when I was a teenager had a great last name, Paradise. She had a cooler car. I took her to prom. Or maybe, in this case, she took me to prom. In large part because my dad took my car away from me. Not because I didn't pay for my own car, because I did. But because I was using his insurance. My dad was a little bit of a jerk. Very last second trying to, like, play games. Um, good heart. He just, not a good dad. But I'm digressing. So, Miss Paradise had a 1969 racing Mustang. And to this day, I can tell you the color. I can tell you the car. It left an impression on me. I'm not a car person. I think if I were to ever get a car, it would be something like a 1969 racing Mustang. 
Um, I like functional. I don't really show off, but it was a pretty cool vehicle. And when you talk about the Mustang, you know that it's kind of a cool vehicle. Uh, just by the name alone, it was debuted in 1964 by Ford. Now, oftentimes I look at Ford as found on road dead, right? It, was, it wasn't the most reliable vehicle. But the Mustang had an iconic name. A two-door pony car. Rum, 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 rum. I'm doing my own sound effects today. I'm getting paid double, <laughs> which means minimum wage. Uh, Ford is touting this all-electric Mustang Mach-E. What's interesting is this should be a bad day for Tesla. Because the Chevy Volt's cute, but it's it, it looks like junk. And it feels like junk when you're in it. Um, sorry if you have a Chevy Volt. I'm, I'm knocking you. The Prius is... Uh, let's just say when I see a Tesla, I call it the Palo Alto Prius. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. I got a company car 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when the Prius was the first hybrid out there kind of thing. And it felt like junk. It felt like a golf cart, to be honest with you. Now, you could go 55 miles an hour, but at 56, it felt like, she's breaking up, Captain. I can't hold it together any longer. I know you're saying, was that? It was Scotty. First time I've broken out my Scotty. I should stick with Scotty the dog, not Scotty the engineer. You know when he died, he had his ashes sent to space? Weird. I get it. He was on Star Trek. I get it. Star Trek paid for a good life for him. I get it. But to send your ashes to space? Me? You'd do one of two things with me. Uh, cremate me and just leave me in the crematorium or bury me in the backyard and let squirrels dig me up. I'm good with either. So Ford is touting its all-electric Mustang Mach-E. Now, that's got some pretty cool names in it, right? Mustang, iconic pony car. Millennials are like, what's a pony car? What's a Mustang? Because you've only seen Mustangs that look like pit. It's going to be roughly $44,000. That's an expensive vehicle for Ford. They've spent $11 billion. They said when they spent this money that by 2022, I think it was, or 20, yeah, 2022, they wanted to have 40 new all-electric hybrid models. So this has some play, right? Oh, by the way, Mustang, iconic name, Mach. Pretty good name, right? Like, my car's fast. How fast is it? Mach 1. So this is a Mach E, obviously, E for electricity. Um, it'll go 0 to 60 in mid-3 seconds. 459 horsepower. 612 pounds of torque. Uh, that makes it faster off the line than a Porsche Macan Turbo. And in line with Mustang, Shelby, GT500, and Tesla Model Y. So they, they seem to have gotten this right. They're going to sell different versions of the battery. 75 kilowatt battery or extended range, 98 kilowatt. Um, Tesla's next model looks to go about 300 miles before twin charges. This will be in that range as well. Um, I say congratulations to Ford. How does this play out to Tesla? Competition may make them better, but more than likely it'll take some sales away. 
it'll give people in the Midwest who hate California, and trust me, California is hated by a lot of people in America. Those crazy Californians are smoking weed, and I want my plastic bag. They can't take my plastic bag from me. They can smoke weed, but not cigarettes. What's wrong with those people? There's going to be a lot of those guys out there who will say, I want a Ford, not a Tesla. Because Tesla's pretty much so tied to the hip with California. So I get it. I, I see what they're doing. Bill Ford is the executive chairman of the automaker. Compared the significance of the Mach-E to his great-grandfather announcing the Ford Model T, a vehicle that brought affordable transportation to the middle class. So I say congrats. I think that's, I think that's one of the more interesting debuts from the L.A. Auto Show this weekend. Now, let's just hope that they get everything right because the infotainment systems in all cars pretty much so stinks. Unless you have Apple CarPlay or Google Car, whatever it's called. So anyway, there you go. That's all I can tell you. Oh, and whatever happened to Miss Paradise, who I was dating in high school? So my dad, by the way, on prom, I was, I was in my tux, I was ready to go. About two seconds before he pulls the car, so I said, Screw you, Dad. I just got on the phone. I called Jennifer. Whoops, I didn't want to say her name. Kill the name. Um, so I called her. And um, I was kind of a jerk. I was like, yeah, Miss Paradise, my dad took my car away from me because he's a big jerk head. Come pick me up. And she's like, okay. Oh. And that summer, we drifted apart. The problem was nice. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Talking about the Ford 1969 racing Mustang and the Ford uh, Mustang Mach-E. I don't know if I like the name the more I say it, but it is it is what it is. Oh, and it's going to be built at the Flint Rock plant in Michigan. USA, USA. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing in more, boy. Did I just really do that? I just did. I'm going to have to be my own human sound effect reel because I'm not using a computer. My computer is being used to run the show. I'm in trouble. Um, one of the questions I got over the weekend, and again, I feel like your financial uncle. I don't know. Does that sound about right? The guy who's not quite a teenager, not quite a 20-something, 30-something. He's not quite old as dirt, so I'm kind of the easy one to talk to. Remember your aunt or uncle that you would go to when your mom and dad kind of freaked you out? Consider me that financial guy. So the holidays are coming up. I know, I know. I'm a bad example because 
and I say this with respect, I've got a pretty good amount of wealth. I'm not being cocky. I'm not being arrogant. I don't really have to watch my spending as long as it doesn't get too out of control. Like if I'm buying $100 gifts or $50 gifts, I'll be okay no matter what. But I'm buying someone a car, a brand new car. I would get in trouble. But the question I got was, what about using a 0% interest credit card to buy holiday gifts for my friends and family? First and foremost, if they're friends and family, they don't really need a gift from you. That's your uncle talking. He's had a couple too many. Second, it may make you feel good, but it may be financially a very bad decision for you. And it's easy to get caught up in that. You buy a gadget when you don't need it. You get gifts for relatives you rarely see. You end up spending a lot more than you can during the holiday period. This next 60 days is rough on people. Going through Thanksgiving and Christmas without busting the bank. Because you got time off. I remember at one point in time, shortly after college, <clears throat> I was starting my business on the East Coast and a friend of mine came out to San Francisco. And uh, I think we might have had a crush on each other way back, way back in the day, college and high school years. And uh, she came home and she visited her mom, which is interesting to note. She recently said, I'm, I will never go, never, ever go back to Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. There's just nothing there. I kind of agree, but I'm totally digressing. I remember her saying that she's totally over it. And the friends and family thing, like she's kind of done. She's focused on her own family. And um, I just remember how special it was. Like she was... She came back from San Francisco in like super cool clothes, expensive clothes, and uh, all I wanted to do was talk to her. I thought that was kind of like cool that life had you know taken us this far in life and we still knew each other. So <clears throat> she came bearing gifts is what I uh, what I'm getting across. Black Friday. I agree with Mark Cuban. That's a good day to shop if you're going to buy things in life. Cyber Monday is a good day to shop if you're going to buy things in life. You got to be a little careful because let me tell you a little trick that they do. A lot of the deals are getting rid of inventory, right? You know that if you want a high-end video game machine, that's probably not going to go on sale um, as far as the highest end. They'll throw in like a bundle because they want to like move some software while they're at it. So suddenly you're like getting more than what you really wanted. You're not getting that pure thing. The high-end will typically sell on its own. The video games won't, so they package them together. Like, if you get an Xbox, you get NBA 2K. I don't really want NBA 2K, but it's a way of them getting some value extraction and getting NBA 2K to help pay for the loss or the good deal. Same thing with TVs. If you want the best TV, you're not going to get it on Black Friday. You're going to get the model that didn't quite sell terribly well that they want to get rid of. So if you're going to be shopping on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or Singles Day or Amazon Prime Day, just make sure you really want the item. Now, should you use a 0% credit card, also known as a deferred interest credit card? I'm okay with it. I am, as long as you know what you're getting into, especially for big tickets like refrigerators or uh, televisions. The catch is that if you owe even a few dollars after the promotional period ends, so you need to read the details, when does the promotional period end? If you owe just a few dollars or late making a payment, 
you'll not only owe the interest on the remaining balance, and it'll be super high, but you'll also have to pay interest on the amount you've already paid off. It's a little bit tricky. And anything that you purchase between now and the, the time that it pays, uh, blah, 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 anything that you purchase after you have that like transfer period, that gets serviced first. It's pretty insane the way they work. Credit card companies, eh, I'm not going to say credit card companies are the problem because they're lending you money, but they want to make money. Retailers say interest-free period usually ranges from 6 to 24 months, giving budget-conscious shoppers kind of an option, time to pay off the purchase. But the problem is sometimes we get into this, well, I have a 0% interest card for, let's say, 24 months. And let's say you get a kick-in refrigerator and washer-dryer. And you're like, okay, if I do 100 and let's say the total is $2,400, $100 a month, I can do that, no problem. For 24 months, two years, got it. And that way I'm able to finance my big ticket purchase. The problem is if something happens to you or your ability to earn income or service that debt between now and 24 months, and you can't say that it won't happen because it usually does. Looking back at some of the business decisions that, uh, like personnel decisions, sometimes you hire people and they're just great people. And then something happens in their life, maybe a divorce or maybe financial stress, and they just get a little bit stressful. Something always happens. Very rarely is life perfect for people, right? So don't bite off more than you can chew. And I have no problem with you doing the deferred interest rate for 0% balance transfer. Just know you're probably going to mess it up. I've never done one because of that. Let's see if, I, if that's true. Probably. I, I don't think I have. And companies like Nordstrom, uh, Nordstrom and Macy's, when they do a credit card for you, it's not a bad deal to do a store card if you're going to do a big purchase. Get 10% off today if you open up a card. The kicker is, is you have to close that card. You have to pay it off and close it because they're going to start marketing to you hard. They're going to sell your information hard. They're not giving you that, that discount because they like you. They want to make money off you. Money, money, money. Money. Oh, I hate that song. I hate all songs about money except for Shake Your Money. Ford's first all-electric SUV comes at a pivotal time. They're taking deposits now for, I think, a 2021 delivery. And reviews are pretty solid on the thing. Uh, makes you wonder. It was, it was fascinating. I was talking to someone that, uh, yesterday. And they have the belief that electricity is bad for the environment. I'm like, worse than natural gas? Because we're talking about cooking on natural gas. And I'm fascinated that electric has made such a headway in to electric's making a headway in on natural gas stoves. I love cooking with flame. I don't know why I like cooking with flame, but I love cooking with flame. Even though like that little you know wire thing that turns red on the broiler through electricity, it still cooks, it still does a good job. But I just don't like the the oven tops, right? Where am I going at with this? Oh, the electric vehicle, the Ford. I, I think we could all say that electricity could be created with solar power and wind power, so it should be in theory possibly cleaner. But 
I'm not getting into what's the best of the best uh, when it comes to environmental issues because people get mad at me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Remember last week we talked a little bit about Xerox making a deal on HP? That's a fascinating story. First and foremost, Xerox was the king of technology in the 70s and early, oh, let's say late 70s, early 80s. And then HP, um, they did it in a garage and look what they've done. And they sold computers and at one point in time, they're like, okay, now we've sold computers. Let's let's start an enterprise business because we can go in and consult businesses and give them computers and teach them how to use it. The 80s and 90s was just an amazing time for productivity. And that allowed companies like HP and companies like IBM to get enterprise relation businesses going, of which neither one of them have done a great job at it. HP was founded by Bill Hewitt and Dave Packard, 1939. Holy mackerel. Their first product was an audio oscillator. And one of their first customers was Disney. Like the company? No, like Walt Disney. Disney used the oscillator to test audio equipment in the 12 specially equipped theaters showing Fantasia in 1940. HP's got a fascinating history. And to see, I'm 92 years old, IBM saying, I want to buy a hot 93-year-old HP. It's almost like, uh, where's Salesforce? Where's uh, Microsoft? They don't even care about it. Want nothing to do with a company that was founded in a Palo Alto garage or the company IBM? The men in black. Before there was Will Smith, there was IBM. It's interesting that that's the mergers and acquisitions we're getting right now. And HP basically said no to Xerox, which I'm 92 years old. I don't need to be married to you, is what it feels like. It's showing you that there's not a lot of sexiness in the mergers and acquisitions markets right now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. And you should stop running, but I have miracle, man. Who is who? Who is who? Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. In a not a good way. Cody is buying Kylie Jenner's cosmetics, Kylie Cosmetics, 51% stake for $600 million. Looking into a little bit more on her, she's 22 years old. And this is a smart move by Cody. Their stock is up. Now, there's beauty is a funny business because as I'm writing up a review of this, you know, I'm like, how old is she? And I'm trying to get all the data put together. Um, youngest billionaire. And then I, I look at her number of social media follows, and it's pretty frigging insane. This is a smart move by Cody. Now, it doesn't always necessarily end well. But the move to get her 250 million plus social media followers, that's a good purchase. I don't get the Kardashian aura. I don't get it. I've never seen a whole episode. I've seen like seconds 
of keeping up with the Kardashians and whatever spinoffs there are. They don't interest me. I don't have time for. But for Cody, and again, the beauty business is interesting because they don't. They never say makeup company. It, it's it's literally a beauty company. And what female? And I'm just going to say it, sexist. There's not a lot of male makeup out there. I, I'm sure there is. But if there was a company that promises handsome by using their products, I'd be like, I'm interested in that. I want to look handsome. But beauty company Cody is on to something here. When you get people to buy your product, you sometimes get a customer for life. That's what Apple's trying to do with their phones. Get a customer for life. They're throwing in services. Once you get that 50 gigs or whatever it is that you spend two bucks a month on for Apple storage, and your photos are automatically up, uh, saved, you're like, sweet. What's surreal about it is Google has a product right next to it called Google Photos. It'll back up all your photos in kind of real time, right? When you have a Wi-Fi connection, free. But with Google, you cough up a lot of information that they're going to use to sell product to you or to sell your information to people that want to buy your information. Nothing nefarious. I'm not against Google. I like a free business model. Um, I have to be careful what I say. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, I don't have a computer, so this is all coming off the top of my head. And uh, I have no data, and it really is starting to get quite old. So I think Cody's on to something smart. Once oh, Customer for Life is where I kind of wanted to go with this. Kylie Jenner probably appeals to people under 25. Maybe 30. Some of the people who liked her when they were 20, she was 18 and they were 22, 23, they've aged with her. They go with it. Apple wants a customer for life. So does Cody. Think about some of the things that you're a customer for life for. Now, I get a lot of flack for this one. I like Nike running shoes. I've bought Nike running shoes every year probably for 30 years. Nike's stoked because they know I'm coming back next year. Think about some other things. Were you a Coke or Pepsi family? Did you stay a Coke or Pepsi family? And Maybe you're in water now. What products do you stick with forever and ever and ever and ever and ever? In the radio industry, Illustrator from Adobe is a real popular way to edit software, to edit your uh, audio. Once you get that relation, it's even like Microsoft. I had a computer blow up, and I had to make the decision, do I want to get the subscription Microsoft Outlook, seven bucks a month or whatever it is, or do I want to spend 200 bucks and get Microsoft Office, and it's mine? So you do the math, and you're like, okay, seven bucks a month, but you're getting bundled stuff. So let's call that 15 a month if you include Outlook and Word, maybe in Excel. And you start doing the math and you start adding this up. And you're like, huh, I have to have my computer for four years. My last one lasted almost nine years. Customer for life. Because I'm so used to the way Microsoft Outlook works, it saves me time. I know there's better email clients out there. I don't want to know about them. Um, Toyota. A lot of people buy the same car again and again and again and again and again and again and again from the same dealer again and again and again and again and again. 
I think it's more usual that people stick with a brand in, in automobiles than, for instance, I once got a, I once broke my Toyota thing. I've owned different cars. I just realized I've owned a Nissan, but the one that I owned, and it was a hand-me-down, was a VW, and I'll never own a VW. couple things. The car was crap. I don't trust the Germans. I got a little bit of French in my, my blood, and I just don't trust the Germans. I know you're saying, you're making a World War II joke. That's not funny anymore. It's still funny to me. It's still kind of uh, interesting to the people that were, you know, handing out bonbons while the Germans marched in. And again, are you saying, do you think I really don't trust the Germans? Nein! No, I, it's, I don't. That's a joke. It's, I, there's lovely people who are German. But you kind of get in your head, like, um, that one VW experience that I had, I'll never do it again. And it's interesting because some people buy cars that are cute. I know people who've owned one of those little uh, Fiat's. Um, some people buy cars that are cute. Some people buy cars that are sexy. Some people buy cars that are reliable. I like a good old reliable car that's cheap to fix. That's why I like Toyotas. Uh, I want to get from point A to point B, and I want to have a good time at point B. I don't want the process to be anything but reliable. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We're talking about customers for life. Do you agree or disagree with me? Smart move by Cody signing up Kylie Jenner basically to be their spokesperson. Yeah, she's going to review some stuff, but she's going to be basically their spokesperson. and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.